At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on v one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good Friday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Glad you could hang with us this morning. Jeff, did anything happen last night you should know about? Anything? Anything going on? <laughs> Gabe Morales called me and told me, uh, hey, buddy, the Giants aren't going to be in the World Series. I made sure of it. Vinny Maliulo joins us later today, as he always does, to uh, conclude our week here on a numbers game. Chris Felica on uh, college football. Hopefully uh, not from the mosh pit of a... Uh, Insane Clown Posse concert today? Hopefully not. Hopefully we'll get that audio worked out. Mark Borchard uh, on baseball, on the two championship series that are before us, the Astros and the Red Sox, and yes, the Dodgers and the Braves. We'll talk to Dr. Bob on college football as well. Paul Carr, Premier League, picks abound. College football, Premier League, baseball. We got them all here on the show today. Um, By the way, let's get the tennis thing out of the way. Yesterday we split the tennis picks uh, we did end up losing juice on the Anna Contevedon-Jabor match. We, we got the Paula Badosa, the Paula Badosa uh, match home as well. So that was a Splitsville kind of thing. And so for those expecting tennis picks today, I don't know why they decided to do it at Indian Wells this way, but we only they, they, they keep dragging out the end of the tournament. So there's only one of the women's semis today, and there's only two of the men's quarters. So there's only a grand total of three matches today. And, well, to be honest with you, there's no play. Uh, it's Zverev and it's Tsitsipas on the uh, on the men's side, and they're prohibitive favorites. And it's one of those things where their opponents um, have been really, really good in the short term. But can you bet on them to overcome those two guys? And the answer is, I'm not getting involved. 
And Victoria Azarenka is a justified nearly $2 favorite in her match today as well. So no plays. Um, if I, the, I will stem the inevitable tweet tied to page. Should I just parlay all the favorites? Uh, I'm not going to tell you not to do that because it pays about plus 120. I checked. But that's not an official pick. So no play on any single uh, tennis match today there. As far as Game 5 of the National League Division Series. Well, Jeffrey, by the way, Jeffrey Parlay, everybody, producer number five, producer number eight. How you doing, Jeffrey? You good? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing, and I said this yesterday. I know there's a lot of people who aren't baseball fans, but if you can't appreciate what we got to see yesterday, I don't know if you have a pulse. Like, it's just awesome. Game five, all the marbles, for all the marbles, two 109-win teams, and of course it goes to the ninth inning one-to-one. I mean, what a baseball game. And in the end, the Dodgers just got it that much more done. They 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 got the hits off uh, Doval, who, by the way, does Cam- does Camilo Doval have a pulse? He looked like he was just pitching in his backyard. He's like, eh, whatever, I'll just throw these up here. See what happens. Was not didn't seem to be affected by the stage, but maybe not in the best way. He was just awesome this year for the Giants. And then Max Scherzer comes in in the bottom of the ninth, and and really wasn't super duper sharp. But it was that Lamont Wade Jr. at bat, I think, where uh, Wade rocketed that one foul into right where he's like, okay, this is the guy who has had Lamont Wade Jr. out of the University of Maryland, by the way, who did nothing with the Twins in his one cup of coffee in the major leagues. And then Farhan Zaidi of the Giants traded for him. And he's just been Mr. Clutch all season long for the Giants. And when he couldn't get it done, uh, you kind of knew the writing was on the wall, even though Chris Bryant had uh, reached base on a Justin Turner error. And then there was the Wilmer Flores at bat, which will live in infamy. And listen, I don't know what Wilmer Flores would have done with the rest of that at bat. I don't know if he would have uh, if he would have gotten on base. I don't know what he would have done. But you also don't know on the other side. You know, those are like, yeah, you're probably right. He wouldn't have done anything. No, I'm not saying that. We n- you never know in baseball. If Rajai Davis can choke up his bat against the Chicago Cubs in 2006 and hit a three-run shot off of Raldis Chapman in the most... Uh, you know, the biggest of stages, anything can happen. Just using one example from baseball history of recent lore. But we, we were robbed of that opportunity by Gabe Morales at first base, who ruled, ruled a check swing, a strike that Wilmer went around for the third strike, and the Dodgers win in advance. What a, I'm, listen, I'm not saying, I, I think it was a phenomenal baseball game, and either team could have won it in the end. I'm not, I'm not being bitter about it. But we were all robbed, as baseball fans, we were all robbed of just getting it, getting to see its natural end. And that kind of sucks. Not kind of, does. And I've said on this show many times, I've watched a bajillion baseball games. To this day, I still don't know what a check swing is, quite frankly. But that one yesterday, as Jimmy Rollins said on the uh, post game on TBS, he's like, everyone on earth knew that was a check swing, except for Gabe Morales at first base. So... You know, look, the ending sucked. I think we can all agree on that as baseball fans. We'd like to see the natural end to it. But Dodgers get it done. Two to one, they beat the Giants. And yes, there was terrible balls and strikes calls all all day in that game. But Lord knows that's the price of doing business in baseball. So the two best teams in baseball poetically come down to the end. And when I say poetically, let's not let it pass without this note. And I went through a whole litany of Dodgers-Giants games this year on this show. Went through them. There's about five or six of them this year that came down to just dramatic endings between these two teams. But July 22nd, it should be noted, the sort of the way that baseball comes back to you. The Dodgers led a game July 22nd. 
Uh, they were up three to one. The dot, the uh, Giants had runners at second and third with two out. Then it was a three-two pitch. A Jansen walked the bases loaded. There was a ground ball to short. The runner was ruled safe at second after replay overturned it. Then with the uh, Dodgers up, th- guessing this Dodgers Braves line that it would be north of $2, $2 if the Dodgers won this series against the Giants. And in fact, that's what it is. Minus 225 on the Dodgers in their best of seven NLCS against the uh, against the Braves. I am not at all surprised by that number. You? No. Not at no, all. No one, but that's about right. And, yeah. And look, uh, the Dodgers are much better than the Braves are. They just are. And whoever won last night, to me, should have been the favorite that the Dodgers are. If the Giants have won, they should have been the same price. Market market would have probably had the Giants a little less than that. Probably like maybe even south of two dollars, but it would have been minus one ninety five, something like that, I would imagine. But yeah, you're right. Dodgers better baseball team. And uh you know, I have the I have my Dodgers future ticket from March that I were if you recall on this show, I was like, Yeah, I just bet the Dodgers plus three forty eight. I'm gonna forget about it and come October I'm gonna wake up one day and be happy that I have it in my account. Well I woke up one day to remember that it's in my account. I'm not happy about it. I would have loved for the Giants futures, believe me, to have gotten there more than the Dodgers ticket. But now I'm now I'm in the mode where I have to root for that Dodgers ticket to get home. What I'm really in the mood for, what I'm really rooting for is just to get to the awards of Hale MVP and NL MVP and get those. Shohei and Juan Soto, respectively. Hopefully, the Juan Soto thing would make the Giants thing look like a pittance. But Dodgers get it done. Congratulations to all Dodgers backers. Uh, we will talk to Mark Borchard a little later about both this Dodgers Brave series and, of course, the Red Sox and the Astros coming up later on the show. Uh, football, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay. Now, Jeff, you probably had more eyes on that than I did because at some point I just went all baseball out. But in the end, Tampa Bay teasers get home. Tampa Bay survivor picks get home. Tampa Bay does not cover. They were up 28-7. to 7. The Eagles ended up one Tampa Bay, well, I should say one Eagles taunting penalty and one Tampa Bay third and seven conversion on the final drive away from getting the ball with a chance to win. And I, I think our assessment was kind of right, just pesky enough. But I, but I guess I would ask you, what's your takeaway from that game? Do you think any more ill of the Bucks? They were shorthanded in the secondary. Or do you say to yourself, the Eagles should have been able to exploit that secondary and it's more damning on the Eagles. <laughs> so the the Bucks had 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 no real chance of of getting themselves into a into an offensive rhythm against a Tampa secondary that had no players. Even Richard Sherman got hurt early mid game uh, on that. The only time Philly moved the ball was when Tampa went soft, and we have now seen this as a trend with this Eagles team where. Jalen Hurts is great against soft defenses, but not against defenses that are still playing their regular things. Good on the Eagles to get in the back door if you had the Eagles. What a lucky get you had. Uh, but but in the end here, Tampa, my view of them doesn't change at all. They're still really good. Yeah. Kind of fell asleep in the middle of that. Uh, but uh, in the end, the Bucks are still really good, and the Eagles are still mediocre. Uh Brady's thumb, did you think it affected him for like a little stretch at the end of the first half where he's like, he had like three really bad passes in a row or just maybe I just, yeah. I, maybe I, I don't know. I thought he, I thought he was fine for the most part for me. The biggest Brian Baldinger, I uh, wish I had mentioned this on the Megapod yesterday on the beating the book Megapod where all podcasts are distributed, but he mentioned Brian Baldinger, the former NFL player, now a broadcaster who uh, loves to show his bent 
Pinky, by the way, as often as possible, if you've noticed. Uh, but he does these video breakdowns on Twitter. And he was sh- one of the plays that he showed where the Eagles backed up deep in their territory, I think at like the six-yard line. And he was just breaking down game film of a play that really was a great synopsis of the Eagles in general, which is here's a play. They call it in the huddle. Um, there's a massive hole. It's an RPO. There's a massive hole for Miles Sanders to, to run through. Uh, Jalen Hurts opts not to do that. Okay, well, you, you could have gotten four yards minimum there. No problem. But then he looks to pass, and nobody is ready for the ball. Nobody. None of the receivers on the left side. It was like trips left, I believe. None of them were ready for the ball. And he was just going. It was a fascinating breakdown as to how six games into a season, you just should not have that happen, that no one's on the same page. And that, more than anything, was the play that symbolized the Eagles more than anything. So they end up losing. But they do get the cover for Eagles backers. Survivor, and yet another teaser leg comes home. The year of the teaser continues with the Bucks last night. We'll come back. We'll talk Premier League. Let's start with the Picks Cavalcade on a Friday. Premier League Picks from Paul Carr. You want some soccer action? We got it. Next, on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all 
gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Football season is here, and it's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM, with all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. It's Gil Alexander. Uh, this gentleman can uh, commiserate with me. He knows what torturous baseball postseasons are like. Uh, it's Paul Carr to give us some Premier League picks, but also to talk baseball with us from, of course, True Media Networks and the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paul? I'm well, yeah. Postseason baseball is the best, worst thing ever. As a fan. <laughs> it's it's exactly so enjoyable. Right. Every single pitch is just brutal. i kind of forgotten this. I, I'm a Royals fan. So I didn't experience this for, you know, 30 years until 2014. And then it started with that wild card game where, you know, I'm slumped into the couch six innings in thinking this is the worst way to ever uh, just to get smoked by John Lester and stuff. And then things turned around and it was a good run for a couple of years. Uh, what was your story from the uh, the ALCS game one? You were working at ESPN for people who don't know. Yeah. Paul used to be at ESPN and you're doing a soccer game with with uh was it Bob Lee was announcing it? Who else? Yeah. So it was Bob Lee and Alexi were on set. It was, it was in East Hartford, right near ESPN's campus, not far from where I lived. And it was uh, Atlanta Donovan's last game. So we had a set there, and I worked just off the set, feeding notes and things like that. And it was ALCS game one. The Royals hadn't been in the ALCS in 30 years, just about. And so I'm listening to the radio in my earpiece while we're just you know, watching the game and whatnot. And you know, every now and then I'm just yelling making noise and Bob and Alexi are like, what, you know, it's a goal kick. Why are you yelling like that? <laughs> He's watching baseball. Alexi, Bob, Alexi Lalas and Bob Lee. Who's, you okay, Paul? Yep, uh, yep, yep, fine. The Royals bullpen's just collapsing. Don't worry about it. And what were you, your wife was in labor during the World Series that year too, during, against the Giants? 2014 World Series. Uh, yeah, we went to the hospital the morning of game four. Uh, she was in labor overnight then during game four when the Royals, uh, again, the bullpen kind of gave up that lead, which ultimately kind of lost in the series and then uh, had her daughter the next day. So yeah, games five, six, seven, watched in the hospital. So it's kind of my <laughs> consolation prize when Alex Gordon but, didn't go home but, score in game seven. Oh, he stopped at third and then uh, Madison Bumgarner. Yeah. Bum, I mean, it was one of those things you just got to tip your cap. Like Bumgarner was just unbelievable in game, the whole series, game five, game seven. It was like... Two, like what can you do? Two days rest, five innings of baseball, five innings of pitching. That straight to the Hall of Fame. That's what we were saying that night. Straight Seriously. to the Hall of Fame. I mean, it was just like, unbelievable. Yeah, I could even be mad. Just like, yeah. Okay, this is. We ran into one of the all-time great play, playoff performances. What can you do? I, 
yeah, it's just, yeah, you, you want to hate the guy, but you're just like, good job. Well, you yeah, know, that, you that's how I feel about it last night, by the way. You know, with the with the check swing that aside, because I think, you know, people are going to make a uh, a huge deal of that, and, and rightfully so. We were robbed of the conclusion, of the rightful conclusion of the game, and you never know. You never know. You never know. But um, that said, tip of the cap, man. You know, 209 win teams. What you won in the ninth, two to one in the fifth, of deciding game. It's just what can it you? It was do? a great game. Yeah, and just and kind of a, it was about as all time a game as you can have in the LDS. By the uh, way, you know, game series and such. My favorite part of your 2014 World Series thing though is the is the image of you of you with your wife in labor and people texting you. Did you see that pitch, Paul? Did you see? Oh that? Oh my god. Yeah, I was as I lived in Connecticut, the ESPN. Not a lot of Royals fans out there. Yeah, you might be surprised enough. So I was like the Royals fan. Everybody knows. So everyone's like texting and emailing and, and like, yeah, I can't, I can't handle this. I'm a little preoccupied here. My wife is having a child. Right. Uh, yeah. Baseball playoffs. Well, yeah, we'll go. We'll all get over it, but it'll, it, yep. it'll take a, it'll take a moment. It's smart. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like when the Royals, they lost that world series. Obviously I didn't know they were going to come back. I didn't right. know if they were ever going to make the world series in my lifetime again. Like the pain is that much more uh, because it's so hard to get there. There's so much randomness and luck once you do get there. So it much. obviously worked out fine for the Royals eventually. But at that moment, you're just like, you're 90 feet from, you know, tying it up. And I'm not saying they should have sent him, but just the yeah. the agony of it all is so amplified. And thankfully, selfishly, you know, it worked out okay the next year. Well, we're just talking about check swing bookends from the Giants in a game this year. A check swing call going for them. And now this one last night going against them. Alex Gordon not not being sent home third in 2014 in the final game against the Giants. Next yeah. uh, batter popped out to uh, Panda in foul ground yeah. to end it. And then Alex Gordon the next year, that big, huge, monstrous home run in game one. Uh, to, unreal. Yeah, to change that game and to change the series, really. Yeah. Against my, the Mets. my dad was at that game. I was, you know, had a one-year-old, so I was running around the house silently. Uh, when that happened, because that was going to be a tough way to lose game one, because, yeah, ran Hosmer air late in the game. Mm-hmm. Pitched so well on the hole, but you lose game one, and you know you don't know what's coming next. And, and yeah, turned around in a hurry. So looking, and by the way, yes, uh, Wilmer ahead. Flores struck out to end that series, too. Wilmer, that's true. I forgot Wilmer okay. Flores. And it was a questionable pitch. It didn't really matter. It was a five-run game in game five. But yeah. yeah. I've been that one. So sounded a little familiar. I'm sure that's huge in the Flores family that he ended two series with uh, <laughs> with that bats. All right, so I'm looking at the Premier League standings. We're seven games in. Again, 38 game season. It's a long haul, but really still no separation. Chelsea's got 16 points. Then it's Liverpool with 15. Man City, Man U, Everton, Brighton. They all got 14. So. Uh, you know, it's only seven games in, but we, we yeah. usually see a little bit of separation here, but none really at this point. Uh, how do you feel about the league in general moving forward? It's a little weird because I think there's in my head, and I think in the general perception, that, or if you look at the title odds, for example, there's a clear separation. You know, it's City, Chelsea, Liverpool, uh, Man United a little behind, and then everybody else. Uh, so I think that's still there. And, you know, the underlying stats more or less bear that out. Uh, I think we just haven't had, you know, one or two teams that have had everything kind of go their way early where you get sometimes get that early separation and a team or two pull away. So I think it's still pretty clearly uh, City, Chelsea, Liverpool, not necessarily in that order, but more or less. Uh, it just hasn't been reflected in the stains. You know, it's kind of is essentially, uh, you know, we're, what, 20% of the way through the season. So this is three games into an NFL season yeah. where, you know, obviously the divisions are still close. So, yeah, it's it's odd to look at the table and see how tight everything is when the perception is not generally there. So I, I think 
it'll happen like it usually does where the top teams pull away. We're just not there yet. You ended up with three totals, and part of the reason, as you said, because it's a weird sandwich week. It is. We just had an international break where teams are playing two or three World Cup qualifiers and such. Some of them flying back from South America, like just happened. Like South America played qualifiers last night. Guys are flying back, you know, overnight and getting there. So, yeah, so there's some questions, like especially for, say, Liverpool. You know, their keeper, Allison Fabinho, may or may not be ready. There's just some questions about that. So, yes, there's some weird, always weird stuff between these international breaks, next week's Champions League for the top teams, Europa League, et cetera. So, yeah, it is a little weird. I think that's part of the reason. I was a little hesitant to get in on, like, Liverpool minus goal and a half just because you're not quite sure, you know, what kind of lineup they're going to roll out there and such. Okay, so one total tomorrow, one on Sunday, one on Monday. Go. What you got? Yeah. All right. Saturday, Everton. Oh, actually, this this one is Sunday. I think I told you Saturday initially. Oh, okay. But uh, Everton, West Ham, over two and a half, minus 115. It's pretty straightforward, I think. West Ham games have had the most goals, third most expected goals. Everton games have had the fourth most goals. Six of seven West Ham games have had three goals. Four of seven Everton games have had three goals. And the other three all had two. So, you know, they're not playing these tighten it down, nil-nil types of games. Uh, both teams have some injuries. I think that may just open this up a little bit. Uh, West Ham's managers, David Moyes, used to manage at Everton. So, uh, you know, I think there's... For whatever that's worth, maybe a little extra motivation to try and uh, win this one. But both these teams, they're in that you know second tier below the title contenders. And I think they both are going to see this as a real chance to get three points. So I, I see this being pretty open. A 2-1 either way is the kind of game that I would expect to see here. So I like the over 2.5, again, minus 115 for my price. And you also like the over that same day, Newcastle-Tottenham. Yeah, this one's uh, very simple. Neither team is very good at defense. Uh, and I think that's just going to open it up. You know, four Tottenham games in a row have had three plus goals. Six out of their seven have had two and a half expected goals, just meaning the number of goals you would expect to see given the shots that are given up. Uh, and Newcastle's games have had the most expected goals. They've given up the most goals. They've given up the best shots. Their defense has just kind of been a mess all year. Uh, and Tottenham's hasn't been much better. So they both have some good attackers. Alonso Massimi. Frenchman for Newcastle has been healthy and in pretty good form. Harry Kane, Sun Hyung Min should be there for Tottenham. Uh, they don't have Champions League to worry about, so they're not really uh, working around that. So I expect this one also to be pretty open one way or the other. Wouldn't surprise me if either team got a win, but I think there's going to be goals. So over two and a half minus 130. All right, 30 seconds here for your last one. Arsenal Palace on this one's actually Monday. Uh, under two and a half minus 110 is what I'm taking. These teams have, we'll keep it simple, 13 goals and 14 games between them. Uh, their defenses are okay and their attacks are not. So Arsenal, Brighton was a good under, I guess it was two weeks ago, nil-nil, Blahfest, and this one I would expect to be kind of similar, under 2.5, minus 110. All right, so Everton, West Ham over 2.5 on Sunday, Newcastle, Tottenham over 2.5 on Sunday as well, and then the Arsenal Palace under 2.5, that one on Monday. Paul, who are you yep. picking in Survivor? Uh, probably the Colts. For me, it's the Colts, Chiefs, Rams are basically my options. I really hate taking uh, road teams, and I think I'll just use the Colts here and, and save the Rams and Chiefs for better spots down the road. I think that's exactly my thinking, my friend. I think that's exactly what I'm going to end up doing. For better or worse, Paul, for better yeah. or worse. <laughs> at, yeah. at Paul Carr is where you can find Paul on Twitter, C-A-R-R. Thank you, Paul. You bet. Have a good weekend. You too. From Topeka, Kansas, Paul Carr, everybody. We'll come back. Dr. Bob on college football next. The numbers game at Vison, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. 
Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VEASAN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice, as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99. <clears throat> That's at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Pardon me. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You like talking basketball yesterday, Jeff? That was pretty cool with Dan Bespers. Talking season win totals for two segments. Sort of whet your appetite for basketball. Yes? No? No. I, I immediately bet the Suns under. You did. Yeah. I did. That was, I thought that was the best of the bunch. I that, that and Toronto were the two I followed Dan on. Yeah, Toronto got the worst of it last year with all kinds of mystery guys during the season. Let, let's bring in a gentleman who also handicaps... Uh, the NBA, in addition to college football, of course. Uh, he lived most of his adult life in San Francisco as well, so I'm curious if he was even aware of what was going on in baseball yesterday. It's Bob Stoll, the great Dr. Bob. How you doing, Bob? Doing all right. You know, I, uh, I, I, I work around the clock during football season, and I was like, oh, my gosh, the Giants game. So I slipped it on, and it was bottom of the ninth, and it was uh, oh, so it not was a, it was a check swing. I don't understand what they were calling there. How do you call uh, – how do you call that check swing strike you can't. on the final play? You can't. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And it wasn't, it was, it was a check swing. I mean, it was a bad call. It's so unfortunate. So unfortunate that it ends that way. We were all, I mean, as baseball yeah. fans, you're all robbed of an, of a natural ending and those are not reviewable. You know, that's the thing. Check swings, not yeah. reviewable. And there goes that 109 <laughs> wins later. You're like, sorry. And Gabe Morales it, just jogged off the field. Like nothing was wrong. Yeah, it's terrible. You, you know, I mean, they need to reseed in the playoffs. You can't have the two best teams in the league play each other in a five-game series. Yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough. I always when when someone says that, I always think, you know, and I'm sure you do too, where you're like, okay, well, I mean, how often is that going to happen? But it can happen, and it did, and so it's kind of rough. But you know, look, it's it's it was there was were the rules in place and that's what happened no one expected i mean that was the beauty of the giants 2010 2012 2014 as magical as those runs were this team might have been more magical than all of them until that you know so yeah, yeah sad sad uh by the way are you are you doing basketball handicapping yet are you into that at this point or are you just uh, college only i'm i i'm semi retired so i gave up the nba last year okay uh just focused on college and had a you know had a good year in college. Actually, I haven't had a new model. Um, my young mathematician helped me uh, help build for me, and you know basically took a lot of the principles that I had and uh, player adjustments. I still do you know lineup adjustments, which I think is a key to what I do. And last year it was fifty five point seven percent on a few hundred plays, which is beautiful. Good as you can expect in basketball, yeah. Is that Tanner? Can we I do give, have that coming up? Is that Tanner? Is that his name? Can we give him a shout? Is that the yeah, Tanner? Tanner. Yeah, yeah he's, he's great. Yeah, give he's him a shout. Tanner, a little shout. All right, college football. How's how did you do last week? Last week, pretty good. Oh my four-year-old son just walked in. Hey. Uh, last week was last week was good. I was seven and four overall in in football. That the college was a disappointing four four and one. Looked like I was going to go in the neighborhood of you know six and three, and then the last two went south <laughs> at the end of the night. I pushed one and lost one, so I ended up four four and one. Uh, wasn't bad. I won in the NFL, and the NFL continues to do well. So um, a good week overall, seven four and one. But college was pretty break even. So and you, are, but on the year you're having a good season still. What's your college record for the year? Yeah, it's uh, well, I have to 
they're not out of the game, but uh, overall 31, 23, and two. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, I'll take. Yeah. I'll take that percentage in the long run. Yes, you will. 31, 23, and 2. All right, so we have a couple picks here uh, today, and uh, one of them is, I think, a pretty fascinating football game, specifically with two really good offenses and two kind of, you know, not-so-awesome defenses between Ole Miss and Tennessee. Where do you land here? Well, I... um... I had Arkansas last week. I was thankful that it went for two at the end. And I, <laughs> regardless of whether Arkansas made it or not, I, I I covered as a dog in that game. I like Mississippi, and I was really impressed with their offense last week. Um, but Tennessee's a another really good defense. I don't think Mississippi's offense is going to be as potent on the road as it's been at home. And the key here is Tennessee's offense is really good. They started the year struggling with Joe Milton at quarterback, but Hendon Hooker, who was great in two years as a starter at Virginia Tech, is just as great or even better in this Tennessee fast-paced offense. Milton was a couple yards per pass play worse than average in the game and a half, two games he played. Since Hooker took over midway through week two against Pitt, he's averaged 8.0 yards per pass play against teams that would normally allow 6.2 to an average quarterback. So he's been very good offensively. And the Volunteers run the ball as well as anybody. They're averaging 271 uh, rushing yards at six yards per running play also. Uh, Mississippi's defense obviously is nothing special. They've given up a ton of points to good offensive teams the last two weeks, and Tennessee is a very good offensive team with Hooker at quarterback. So I think they're going to score a ton of points. Obviously, Mississippi's got a great offense, and they proved last week that they can score points against a good defense because Arkansas has a good defense. Um, but Tennessee has, you know, has a strong defense as well, and they're at home. I think that's going to be the big difference. Remember uh, that that makes a big difference with good offenses like Mississippi. Remember the week before they played a good defense on the road against Alabama, didn't do so well offensively, and Tennessee's one game at home against a really good offense was against Pitt, and they only allowed, what, 5.2 yards per play in that game. So I think Tennessee's defense is good enough to win, and Tennessee overall is a better team and should be favored here. They're getting two and a half points, and plus two or more would be the best bet on Tennessee. Wow, Vols fans will be happy to hear about that. A, a great season already for, per expectations for Tennessee. They will uh, be happy to hear you uh, give your opinion on that game against Matt Corral and Ole Miss. Let me just circle back to something you said there earlier. So Hendon Hooker, clearly, it, it would seem in retrospect, ought to have been the guy from the outset. And I'm curious, with your numbers, because, listen, this is I think it's the biggest thing not talked about in college football and I said, uh, some people lost their minds when I said a few weeks back how I'm not convinced certain iconic coaches are even that good of coaches. They're just great recruiters. But it, I always think about in college football how, like, Georgia couldn't figure out that Justin Fields should have been their guy. Ohio State couldn't really figure out that uh, what they had in, uh, in uh, of course, uh, you know, the quarterback of the, uh, the, currently of the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Burrow, Florida couldn't figure out that Kyle Trask was the guy and not Felipe Franks. Like, there's so many. It's a litany of examples throughout football where you're like, how how they let these guys go? And here's just this, this is a little bit of a light example of the ones I just mentioned. But how often do you see that, man, when you're doing your numbers? Like, or do you just throw up your arms sometimes? You're like, I can't believe they can't figure this out. Yeah. I There was one this year. And I bet Syracuse team total over three. Now, Syracuse is three and three, so no complaints there. They're, they're, hopefully, they'll get one more win. They've had a couple close losses. But I thought, oh, Garrett Trader, uh, the Mississippi State, former starter Mississippi State, he for sure is going to be the quarterback because Tommy DeVito is horrible 
horrible. And at the beginning of the season, sure enough, they start Tommy DeVito. I'm like, what is your problem? Another one of those strong arm, you know, it's like he, he's just so inaccurate and sits in the pocket and gets sacked and he's indecisive. Finally, they have, they have Schrader at quarterback now, and they're starting to, the offense the last couple of weeks is starting to move the ball. But like a guy like that, I just don't understand. You know, speaking of Georgia, they have uh, Dewan Mathis starting the season last year as the starter. Uh, he's now at Temple. And he was dreadful. Dreadful, Dewan Mathis. I mean, yeah. dreadful. Now he's, you know, Georgia can never figure it out, apparently. Um, but uh, in retrospect, Field was not that great when they started him as a freshman. He, at, he wasn't. Georgia. He wasn't. But you just. But they get. But they get. But they get to see him in practice every day, right? Which is right. what we don't right. get to see. And so the fact that they can't over that course of time figure it out. Um, but again, those are just off the top of the dome. I mean, there's yeah. too too numerous to to yeah. even name. Yeah, there's just so many of these. I was like, you got to be kidding. You know, Syracuse won. Finally, Syracuse has got it right. And now, hopefully, they, they get one more win somewhere, probably against Boston College is my best bet there. But um, Bob, we got 45 yeah, seconds, so let's go to the other I'll pick. What do, you, what do you have here for the other pick? Well, this is Arizona. I, I took I took the seven points with Arizona against Colorado earlier in the week. It's down to six. I still like it. Colorado is just dreadful. They're the fifth worst offense in the nation. They're averaging 8.5 points a game against FBS teams. 4.2 yards per play on the season, <laughs> you know, uh, against a, basically a slate of average defensive teams. Um, Arizona's defense is worse than average, but they're not nearly as bad as Buffalo's offense. Now, Arizona would have been a really strong play had Jordan McLeod still been the quarterback, but Gunnar Cruz is accurate. He completes 68% of his passes. He started the season as the starter. Not as good as McLeod was, but they, they should move the ball well enough to keep this a competitive game. These are the two worst teams in the Pac-12. Colorado shouldn't be laying close to a touchdown to anybody. They shouldn't be laying more than three points to any Pac-12 team. So I take the value with Arizona plus the points against Colorado. All right, Tennessee and Arizona, your two picks for the day. Bob, always interesting. I appreciate it. Uh, go tend to your uh, four-year-old son, sir. Hey, by the way, I, I hear that your followers in tennis are gillionaires. I love that. <laughs> That's someone named him that. Yes, gillionaires. <laughs> I love that. I love it too, man. It's been great. It's been phenomenal. It's been a great run. Thank you, Bob. I appreciate it, man. All right. The great Dr. Bob. Bob Stoll, pioneer, predicting sports through predictive algorithms. We'll come back. Baseball with Mark Borcher next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a weekend warrior at BetMGM. <clears throat> Pardon me. King of the Weekend is a free-to-play challenge where you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest-scoring pro football teams during the entire weekend. Simply log into your account and find the King of the Weekend contest in your promotion section. Then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 will go to the top entry each week, and if you guess all six in the right order, the grand prize of $50,000 could be yours. Plus, hundreds of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. Go to your account, try the King of the Weekend free-to-play game, and if you're new to BetMGM, just download the app today. Make weekend football even better. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Skill Alexander. Uh, so apparently the Bedosa-Jabour match is today. The other women's semi, there was no line for this all through the night, or at least when I went to bed. Um, so I will have to, on one of these breaks, I will have to crunch on that and see if we do have a tennis play. I don't know yet. Maybe there will be one. We'll see. Uh, but let's talk baseball first. Let's bring him in from an undisclosed location somewhere in the desert. He, uh, he murdered the Seattle Mariners, which was un-American before the playoffs. Then he took down Cardinals devil magic, which he always had it in for per his models. And now ladies and gentlemen, he's taken down giants magic once and for all. It's Mark Borchard base winner. How you doing, Mark? Hope you're happy. Gil, I, 
Gil, I feel bad for you, though, because I know you had a lot of positions on the Giants. I did. I, I felt like that was a raw call in the, in oh, the series. Terrible. You have, a, you have this great series with these teams who are just warriors. It was a beautiful series. And then some clown calls, makes a bad call, and there's, there's nothing they could do. They're just like, everybody's like, hey, that was a bad call. Ron Darling, that's a bad call. Ron, you know, Dar- Ron Darling let out an audible groan at the second that it happened. He knew immediately. He was like, oh. Like, he, he completely was all over it. You're right. Look, and I'll, and I'll say it again. I don't know. We, none of us know if Wilmer Flores would have done anything with that at-bat. But you know what else none of us know? If Wilmer, if Wilmer Flores would have done anything with that at-bat. That's the thing. You know, it, you never know in baseball. You just never know what could have happened. And to, to not have its natural conclusion, I'll say it again, just sucks. Period. But there it is. Dodgers win it 2-1 to one and advance to take on the... Atlanta Braves and the Dodgers are a minus 225 favorite before we get to the series because I want to get your thoughts on both the ALCS and the NLCS let's talk about the first game today because this is the well I don't, however you want to do it let's just talk about the ALCS and if you want to talk about game one or the series take because they might be hand in hand let's do that there's one game in the American League Championship Series today and then it's a double header tomorrow game two of the ALCS with game one of the NLCS so let's start in the AL uh, how do you feel about this game today? And then how do you feel about the series itself? Well, as far as the game goes, I have the Red Sox priced in one of my models at minus 108 and then in a three-metric model at minus 132. So I think there's value with Chris Sale. Look, I think that both of these series, but particularly this this AL championship series, I think these teams are pretty even. And if you look at the component stats and you break it down, I think it's a coin flip series. Man, the Houston, I have like maybe like if you just take a look at all the components and you, you come up with a percentage, I have it like 51 and a half percent. Then, you know, you got the binomial probability with the series and you got the home field advantage. Okay, I got them with a 54% chance to win this series. But these teams are extremely close. And I think you got to look at all these games. You kind of got to look at the dog playing the dog in these series. But, uh, you know, if I think that the Red Sox are a good play in this game. I think they're a good play in this series. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take them uh, plus one and a half series games, and you can get that at minus 160 at DraftKings. I thought that was a really good price. And just, just going down the three main starters and their base winner numbers, I got Sale at 3.49, Evaldi 3.70, Erod at 3.78, and then you go to Houston – I got McCullers 4.12, Garcia 4.2, and Valdez 4.3. The three metric numbers for the starters favors the Red Sox more than the Astros. So I, I think any kind of a bet with the, with the Red Sox is a good bet, Gil. Okay, so you like the Red Sox on the game line, just to clarify. But for the series, you're not playing them at plus 130. You're taking them plus a game and a half, and you said at minus 160. Yeah, I think that's a better bet. I, I ran okay. all the numbers and ran it through the calculators. I think that's a really good play, Gil. Okay. That's how uh, Mark is going to play the American League Championship Series. Uh, as far as, by the way, where did you have them, like, headed into the, let, let's go back to, you, like, the before the season started and then before the playoffs. Where did you have the Astros and Red Sox? Like, are there, Who's the biggest surprise here? Is it the Red Sox or the Braves in your numbers from before the season started? Probably the Oh, from before the season started, probably the Red Sox. Yeah, I, I, I thought the Yankees would win that division, and and I don't think the Red Sox would make it. So uh, that would be the, the biggest surprise would be that that team, Gil. And otherwise it would have been the Giants, I would imagine. 
Yeah, the Giants just I, they just they out outperformed all the projections. Not not just my own, but everybody else's too. Okay, National League Championship Series. It is the Dodgers minus two twenty five. How are you playing this one, sir? I think this is price too high, Gil. And I love the Dodgers. And you saw that bullpen was just masterful. I mean, they had an expected strikeout percentage of thirty three percent, expected walk percentage of three percent in that well in the Giants series and and that Cardinals game. But I think that the market's just in love with the Dodgers. I have this this priced. I think the Dodgers get this series 61% of the time. And uh, again, I think that the value in this series uh, goes to that plus one and a half games. I think the Braves can get three out of seven. Wow. They did last. They, yeah, well, the, 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 the plus one and a half, uh, plus 100, that's a really good bet. And uh, if you look at the components, there's not that much that separates these these teams. I, the Atlanta bullpen, number one in baseball with their active roster going into the postseason with the, the control stats, the swinging strike rate, expected walk rate. I've got, like, if they had play, played a one game with all the components, if they played one game, I'd have the Dodgers at, at, at uh, minus 131. So there's not that much that separates these two teams. I'm going to go with the Braves that with that plus one and a half. Uh, plus 100, Gil. That I did not expect. Interesting. Okay, let me. Okay, go. Let's go back to the ALCS for a second. Because game one, you said you like the Red Sox. It is Chris Sale against Framber Valdez, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you, right. You're trusting in Sale here. Yeah, I think you have to look at his body of work over over a longer period of time. And it really, if you look at at his last start, he got touched up, but he made some good pitches. If you look at that three metric with the swinging strike and the control rate, it was a 60 percentile. So it wasn't as brutal as it looked like conventionally. Yeah, I think that he's better. I think that, uh, you know, you shake it up, put it in a three metric chart, put it in the log cutter, look at Valdez. And I, <laughs> I think we got a better starter tonight, Gil. And do you have you looked ahead at all to game two? Because we do have the starting pitching matchup for game two as well tomorrow, which is Nathan Eovaldi back on the hill for the Red Sox. Luis Garcia getting the starting nod for the Astros. And it's relatively, um, you know, right around the same price, maybe five cents greater in Houston's favor, but it's it's almost the same line. Yeah, and on this three-metric chart, it's a huge disparity between Eovaldi and Garcia. And I have it at price. And that that's kind of an aggressive model. It looks at swinging strike percentage, expected walk rate, but I have it at minus 164 for Eovaldi. That's a five-inning line. I just I just do the three-metric chart for the five innings. So yeah, I think that you're getting value. I think you're getting a better pitcher in pretty much every game. If you look at if you just go to these starters, look at their sabermetric numbers, I think you're gonna get a better starting pitcher with Boston in every game. Now, where Houston hasn't beat is in their fielding. Their fielding's really good, third in baseball, and Boston's subpar, in, in my opinion. So they're going to get them with, with fielding. I think the bullpens are about even. You know, Houston was very concerning last 30 days, 22nd in baseball, looking at those granular uh, command metrics. And, and uh, so I, we have a kind of a wash there with the bullpen skill. Okay, so you're on the Red Sox plus a game and a half in the series. You're on them in game one tonight, and it looks like you'll be on them in game two tomorrow as well, if I'm if I'm interpreting that correctly. And you're on the Braves for the series, game and a half in the NLCS. And I know we're way ahead of this. We only have 60 seconds left because obviously we haven't had an offseason of baseball. But just if we can fast forward to when we're having a discussion, you and I, in February and March before next baseball season, is it fair to anticipate that your numbers will show 
that the Giants way overperformed that you won't expect as, you know, you might have them projected better than you did last year, but that they, the Mariners, let's say the Mariners are the most egregious of this, right? Because their their run differential was negative for goodness sakes. But like that, those are the, the, the big suspects. The Cardinals, I'm not sure we'll have them, but you won't necessarily be bullish on the Giants either next year. Is that what I'm going to guess? I, you know, I think that I'll be more bullish than I was this year. And if you look at Logan Webb, he was outstanding, outstanding, especially at home. He's a he's a bona fide ace based on uh, this year's thirty start uh, data. And then they have Gaussman. So it depends on what they do. Bryant, if they can 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 hold on to him, it just really depends on what they do. But definitely better uh, than I had him last year. No, they, they had a legitimate season, Gil. I, I I don't think there was anything fluky about it. They played one hundred and sixty two games and won one hundred and seven. So you know. Yeah. Good for them. Logan Webb gave up 11 extra base hits in 73 and a third at Oracle this year. 11. That is all. Mark Borchard, thank you for the picks, my man. We'll talk soon next week. Thanks, Gil. My pleasure. Mark Borchard at Basewinner, Basewinner.com, the Basewinner podcast. You get the idea. We'll come back. Chris Felico on college football. Jeff and I talking about the NFL. It's a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Become a weekend warrior at BetMGM. King of the Weekend is a free-to-play challenge where you can win up to $50,000 for correctly picking the highest-scoring pro football teams during the weekend. Simply log into your account and find the King of the Weekend contest in your promotions section. Then pick the six teams you think will score the most points from the selected games. $1,000 will go to the top entry each week, and if you guess all six in the right order, the grand prize of $50,000 could be yours. Plus, hundreds of dollars in free bets will be awarded to players who come close to a perfect score. Go to your account and try the King of the Weekend free-to-play game. New to BetMGM? Download the app today and make weekend football even better. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most informed wagering decisions. The VSIN approach is simple. The more you know as a sports better, the better chance you have to succeed. We cover every sport from the better's perspective, and we bring that excitement, 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 and we At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.